Welcome to Two Guys, a Girl, and a Podcast. We're talking uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe TV series called The Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode, season one, episode two, The Star-Spangled Man. I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. So, we all enjoyed the last episode. It was action-packed and had some really good character moments, so... Is it possible that this could this episode could live up to that again? Well, we'll have to see. Um, the the biggest thing that happened in the last episode was the introduction to the new Captain America, and we that's how we start off with this one is a little bit of more information about the uh, John Walker, and uh, yeah. So that's where we start off in this episode. Yeah, this uh, it was interesting. I liked I liked this episode. Um, this is you sort of get a, a little bit of John Walker's backstory. He doesn't seem very Captain America y to me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure, he's good with the with the kit, but he's Kind of a jerk. Yep. Kind of a, you know, I'm the boss. If you guys don't want to work with me, I'm taking my ball and going home kind of a guy. Yeah. Um, I, I, I thought he was going to be a lot worse. Um, you know, yeah. Right out of the gate, he was, um, he's not a bad guy, you know, per se. He's, you know, just trying to do the best he, he can. And right out, he's talking to girlfriend or wife or something and is um, nervous about doing this and they have a big uh, promotional thing on Good Morning America which is sort of like the, the promotional things that the original Captain America did back in the, the on the war efforts mm -hmm. so it parallels that pretty well yeah I mean I, I... I do like that they're not making him just a bad guy. Yeah. Um, you know, I I think Marvel's always been really good at, at giving the bad guys or the, you know, you can empathize with them over certain things. You're not just, they're not just black and white about everything, which I I appreciate with that, with, with Marvel. I think they do a really good job of that. To follow up on that, um... Carly, who I guess is the leader of the Flag Smashers, mm -hmm. um, she's not just a a bad guy. She, there's there's a story behind that too. It seems uh, so. She could be a sympathetic character as well, um, who's probably just trying to do what th she thinks is right, and it's a political movement that doesn't fit in with other people's movements but also you know she's a terrorist sort of <laughs> and so again uh, two interesting characters that I think uh, are going to be you know worked on a little bit more this season yeah yeah there's definitely some backstory with her because the guy the guy who who ran off to to well, we haven't really explained the plot yet. <laughs> um, no. 
Well, I mean, if you want to. Well, I mean, it, it's a little—it's a little deep to get into the whole plot. Yeah. But they're, you know, while they're attempting to steal some serum and get it onto a plane, the authorities show up, and and um, one of the party that she's with, she's obviously got some connection with because she gave him a big hug, and then he runs off to to delay them, and they kill him, and you can see her in the plane, you know, tears. Come yeah. down. So something's going on there. Yeah. It appears that she's going after um, possibly some kind of super serum. She the, she and her group also seem to be super soldiers as well. Yeah. And I think her plan is to sort of make everyone have superpowers or a lot of people uh, sort of even the the playing field so everyone's more equal or whatever. Um, yeah. And that goes against um, another character's wishes who doesn't want any superheroes or any superpowered characters around, and that's Zemo, who we find out is going to be um, probably in the next episode. Is who's still in jail. Still, still in jail. Um, but so we don't know exactly who might be the main villain because if he's in jail, then who would you know? Who are the flag smashers running from? That when she got that note says, "You you stole something from me, and I'm coming. I'm going to kill you." Yeah. Unless it's a um, swerve, and it is Zemo. But now we kind of left guessing. Yeah. And and now it's the um, the whole Mephisto thing again. It's who do we, who's the main bad guy? Is there a bad guy above? Well, it could be androids, aliens, or wizards. One of those three. Big three. <laughs> yes. Except uh, there's no such thing as wizards. But then sorcerers are just wizards without the hat. Yeah. Okay. So uh, a name that we could throw out. If we're going to find a Mephisto-type character to, th to throw out, we could potentially throw out, who is it, Zola? Or the Red Skull or any of no, Red Captain Skull America. Is, yeah, Red Skull's on a planet somewhere uh, guarding a stone, one of the stones, so he's out of the... I don't think he's going to be in it. Anyways, uh, so... Besides finding out who the main bad guy is, um, Bucky and Sam don't like the idea that there's a new Captain America. Bucky more so, and is mad now at Sam for not taking the um, the mantle and um, definitely uh, finally gets together with Sam and is talking to him and says, well, you know, wh where are you going? You're going after the Flag Smashers. I'll tag along and help you. Yeah. So that's kind of neat how he just kind of goes along with it. And their chemistry is starting to to, to continue. Um, I love most of the scenes with them together. They're sort of, um, you know, even at some point they're in therapy together. Which was funny. Yeah, that, that, was, that was funny. I liked when Bucky jumped out of the plane and he crashes and falls and Sam goes, I got that all on video. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, their their chemistry is very good and very funny. 
um, it was very amusing to watch. I like when Bucky, um, when they, Sam makes the reference of Gandalf and Bucky goes, uh, well, I read The Hobbit when it first came out, you know. Yeah. So kind of another one-upmanship. And the whole, uh, you know, don't you have a plan? And Sam just jumps out of the plane and Bucky's like, okay, well. So, yeah, some good stuff there. Some of that stuff we saw in the trailer or, or in teaser links, so we knew that was coming. Yeah. Uh, so they, they attack a, the where they track down these people in the warehouse, and um, these are the uh, flag smashers. And we lead into the action piece of the episode, which was a um, chase Wait, slash yeah. fight on top of trucks. That was cool. I yeah, like that. Really, yeah, that was a really good action piece. Um, reminiscent of the Matrix movie with the truck fight on the trucks and the vehicles and stuff. Uh, reminded me of that, a little bit of that. Um, really, really good stuff. Uh, Red Wing is destroyed. And Bucky I wanted to do that. <laughs> and we have a surprise visit by Captain America and Battlestar. Yes, Lamar, Lamar, Lamar Hoskins. They show up from helicopters to help out, and you know, between the four of them, you would think that they would be able to take these guys out, but they actually end up not accomplishing it, and the people get away. And uh, yeah. another another great scene that I liked is when uh, Sam and Bucky are walking in the. The Jeep shows up and hey, get in. You know, Captain America's in it. Hey, get in the car and they keep walking. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we don't want anything to do with you. And it's like, it's yeah, like, okay, no, yeah, exactly. And that actually, can, well, in the comic book, nobody wants anything to do with with the Walker there. So yeah, they um they decide to get in the car and. Was it? I think it was. It, they're in the car, and then at some point, it's who like, "Who are you? Hey, who are you? I'm Battlestar." And he's like, "Okay, stop, stop the car. Stop the car. <laughs> stop it. I'm out of here." Yeah. Well, the thing is funny. Before we get going, that the that the the flag smashers in the comic book was like one guy, and then they made the which was a very insignificant, lousy villain. And I thought it was kind of neat that they just made. Turn that and made it into a group of super soldiers instead. Which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, so. Um... Which leads us to the next cool thing that they did. That's when What's they go that? to Baltimore. When they go to Baltimore. Yeah. So Bucky. Um... Says, well, let's let's. What are we gonna do? Let's uh, let's. I have someone we want, need to talk to. So they go to Baltimore, where they talk to Isaiah, uh, who was an older guy who was sort of like a superhero back in the. Um, yeah, he he is the, the the black Captain America in the comic books. They did a story that took place um, when 
Captain America was gone, and they were testing testing the super serum uh, thing on uh, other candidates before they got to Steve Rogers, and he was one of them. So well, the so that's in the comic book. In this, he's more of this, a... Yeah. Oh, no, he's, he's got Super Soldier in, in him. Yeah, he he's threw Super that. Soldier. And he's, he was, because of, of that, he was... Well, at some point, he was put in jail, and he was in jail for 30 years. And despite being sort of a hero, he still ends up in jail. I don't, did they remember... Do we remember why he was in jail? No. But Hydra catch was any in jail for Hydra? They got they said that Hydra did all the experimentation on him. Oh, maybe because it was that point. It was just, you know we we're talking about you people, and then Sam goes, "Hey, wait a minute." He says, "No, no, I'm going to talk about Hydra," and because Switcher Soldier was part about was part about Hydra, so that's what they were talking about. But yeah, it was Hydra that was doing it. Well, I'm kind of glad that they put this guy. Uh, brought him into the MCU and introduced him. I thought that was really neat. Yeah. Because his grandson is the uh, the Patriot, who's part of the Young Avengers. And okay. we've already seen two members of the Young Avengers in WandaVision. Mm-hmm. And there's Kids. another one coming up in the Hawkeye st- so, uh, series. Yeah. So, so they're, they're, potentially, kinda... they're potentially setting up something for that. Yep. Should be kind of cool. I don't think I've ever heard of the Young Avengers until I started watching this and did some research. (laughs) It's newer. It came out during the 2000s. Okay. Anyways, it's definitely a pattern I'm seeing. It feels like um, Isaiah was mostly a dead end. I don't think they really got much information out of him, so they took off. And then we have our... um, Seeing with the police show up and instantly start to assume that Bucky is the victim and Sam is um, the bad guy or whatever, and little political statement there about that. And once they f- realize it's Sam's who he is, they're like, "Oh, okay." And then they, of course, within a few minutes, they arrest Bucky because he is supposed to be doing therapy and he had skipped out on that so he's back in prison and they get, he gets bailed out by their new BFF John yeah. Walker <laughs> hey guys it's like oh it's that guy again and that's when the therapy happens um, another pretty funny scene we talked about already um, you know what kind of if you could wake up in the morning and have one thing completely changed, what would you want it to be? And it's like, oh, him talking less. And it's like, oh, that's yeah. the one I was going to pick. So kind of like that that sort of relationship that we see in a lot of um, the buddy type of relationship where they are at each other's throats all the time. But good amount of humor. Staring contest. What are you guys doing? <laughs> this uh, staring contest. For the love of God, one of you blink. <laughs> yeah, that Ultimate, was amazing. Yeah. Ultimately, it's because 
Sam gave up the shield, and that's the big reason why Bucky's all upset. And uh, his reasons for giving up the shield, I guess, are um, Sam's reasons. He doesn't think he can do it or... Well, and, and they're pretty val valid reasons. I mean, look at the person you're taking over from. I mean, I can see where his, like, anxiety or whatever is like, oh, I don't know if I can do it. I don't think I'm worthy to do it. You, you can, I mean, it wasn't a bad idea to put it in the museum and not take up the mantle because that's a lot to live up to. Which turns out he's probably now regretting his decision because he got John Walker as Captain America. So. Yeah. And again, I, I think the way that they've handled the Captain America and his interview and everything, you know, I, I don't think it's that bad. I, I think Bucky might be wrong a little bit. I don't think there's any problem with that. Uh, it, it goes back to the question that we had in the first episode is whether or not Steve Rogers is still alive. You would think that, that if he was, they would potentially go up to him and say, hey, what do you think about this? <laughs> Yeah, but Steve Rogers uh, went back in time and lived out his life with um, Carter. Agent Carter. What's her first name? I keep forgetting. Sharon, uh, it's Sharon, right? No, Sharon is the... Sharon's the, the niece. She's Agent 13. Yeah. Uh, I can't think what it's called. I can't think of her first name anyway. Because um, he comes back as an old man. Yeah, well, he's alive at the end of... Um... He's, at, yeah, he's, alive, he's alive, at alive at the end of Endgame. Yeah, so yeah. Um, there's no real reason why um, why they she, she wouldn't potentially still be uh, Peggy, Peggy Carter. Peggy. Peggy, there you go. Why she wouldn't still be alive, he wouldn't still be alive uh, at the end, and whatever. I mean, it's something that they've, they haven't really dealt with. You know, but that could be obviously unless they want to make an appearance by um, the actor. I don't think he's going to be in it. But the big question is, I don't think Steve would have wanted this. And it's like, well, if he's even if he's on the moon or whatever, can't you just contact him and say, hey, what do you really think about this? But um, anyways. Yeah, I mean, I just assumed he died of old age because, you know, otherwise he'd have to go back in time again and come back young. And, you know, I, I just, I don't. Well, I anything could happen in Marvel Universe. I know, I, I, I know. Just. I still, no, that's just my oddball theory. I still think that all this time stuff is for a reason. Well, I mean, we're we're getting into a new, we're getting into a different realm here with the time travel. The time travel. Well, we're not going. We already discussed that. We're not going to do that again. <laughs> we already. Well, yeah, I don't think the time travel was handled well in, in Endgame, and it, it it's opened up a major can of worms. And one of the discrepancies is is the whole Captain America timeline. Um, somebody that I know posted recently and said that Peggy Carter had settled down with someone that wasn't uh, Captain America and it was um, the guy from the I don't remember the character's name but he was in Cap, he was in Peggy, the Agent Carter TV series and 
it was a he was a major character and now that timeline has been rewritten and it's kind of sad because that whole thing he, she be, she became a very she became a very powerful person she created shield she did all this stuff sort of on her own and now instead she's just a love interest of Steve Rogers and you know we get a happy ending for Steve Rogers but it changes her timeline blah 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 anyways that was anyways, one thing yeah, yeah. but it and could so, all be changed again yeah I mean, but I, I don't think they're going to go back with, and change timelines again um, well Kane the Conqueror is supposed to be in phase 5 and he's thing is messing up time so okay Marvel already messed up time, so maybe he'll fix it. Oh, God. That's, they mess up time all the time. If, you, if people read their comics, they'd be all flipping out saying, what the hell? This doesn't make sense, blah, blah, blah. Well, and, and that's the problem with time travel. And that's why anything that ha any show that has time travel in it, unless it's handled really well, it's going to be a problem. And you know, you always have that, like, uh-oh, someone died. Well, let's go back in time and fix it. And they don't do it in one episode, but they do it in another episode. It's, it's, there's a lot of inconsistencies. It's too powerful of a, of a power to have. And, but anyways, back to this. This is, we're not really dealing with time travel. We're dealing with the fact that an old Steve Rogers seems to have vanished. You know, they're not saying outright that he's dead. He's probably gone back into hiding or whatever. And they're just sort of skipping over this whole element. They're not saying this definitively that he's in the ground or that he's still alive. So The, uh, the people that find the Flag Smashers, the power broker? Mm, yeah, who are they? Um... I know there's something in the comic book, but um, obviously they're, I don't know if they're the ones that texted her and said, you stole something. It might have been them. Um, I don't know. At first when I saw that text, I said, oh, that's Zemo. Zemo's coming after them. And then at the last thing we see, he's still in that jail from the end of Civil War. And I'm just like, hmm. Unless Marvel's throwing us a, a swerve and they they go to the jail and he's not there or something like that. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's keeping it guessing. That's what I like. I like Marvel keeps you guessing and you're trying to figure out what's going on. And then you turn in next week and go, oh, okay, that's a lot better than what I was thinking. I have to remember that this is a shorter series overall. I mean, in terms yeah, of... It's kind of got me concerned. We're two episodes in. And we got four episodes left, and we haven't been introduced to all the characters yet. I mean, Zemo was like in it for 10 seconds, and we still haven't seen Sharon Carter yet. And she's in the end credits. We all, we all see her at the and we know she's in it because she was in the trailer. And I'm just like, I just hope we don't get the next four episodes because there, there's a lot of stuff going on. And I'm just like, are they going to wrap this up in six episodes? Or is it going to be a to-be-continued next year type deal? It just seems like there's a lot going on. Yeah, well, we, we, we were saying episodes. this. We, we said this about WandaVision, and they wrapped everything up, um, again, maybe a little abruptly because of COVID. So hopefully, you know, like I mentioned before, hopefully this, 
I think this episode was affected more by COVID, but I have confidence that they'll do a pretty good job with this. And another good one here where we get the people starting to meet each other and potentially setting up some team ups, which no one really seems to want. Well, there's like, you know, like there's already a bunch of stuff they can spin off of this one. They could do, you know, an Isaiah Bradley series when he was younger, when he was Captain America. Mm-hmm. They could do, uh, you know, Johnny Walker series after this when he's U.S. agent or if he's still Captain America. Uh, obviously, the his grandson, the Patriot. When they, if they do, I mean, a lot of these shows are giving us uh, spinoff opportunities for other other shows down the down the road. Yeah. Well, what they have to do is Disney Plus either has to stop doing. I, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. If they start doing spinoffs of a lot of these characters, then they can't have another season of this show. because, Or they have to create another channel called Disney Plus 2 and have a ton more Marvel shows on that and release Marvel shows two, three, four at a time. <laughs> because... It's getting to the point where it's you know it's becoming saturated. There's well, Netflix least... does their thing with all their different shows, and they just like okay, go get it, and you just sit and pick what you want to watch. I mean, it's not like this week it's going to be Stranger Things comes out, and this week it's going to be no, it's just like boom, all yeah. at once. Well, I don't think they Marvel wants to do that. I think they're I like I like this well, format because it keeps yeah. us engaged for six weeks or nine weeks or whatever, as and opposed to just you know within within five or six hours somebody posting at five in the morning saying, "Well, that was a great show." Okay, you know now the spoilers are out and everyone knows because you know the show has been out for five hours and people have already watched it all. And I'm sure there's people that are watching it and fast forward. They got it done before everyone else. Yeah, um, I hate that. Well, I like the format of this because it, it, it's maybe because it's a little old school and I like the old school weekly. Thing. Yeah, I don't mind the weekly. It's because I don't binge watch. And yeah. and then I, if something comes out that I want to see, someone will already have watched watched it when, uh, all night, and then the next day they're like talking about and spoiling it on social media. I'm just like, really? I mean, people have you know different schedules and stuff. Could you like put spoiler on your thread? Like, and just it's annoying. But I do like the way they do this. Yeah. And I do it- like the way we're doing Umbrella Academy too. We're watching once a week. Not, yeah. What is um, what do you guys think of the Flag Smashers politics? I find it interesting, and you can kind of it, they wanted the world to be back like it was before the blip. It's so it's like I think their politics is the people who returned from the blip are getting more attention than the people that were here that that were still around. Mm. So, so you can kind of put it into modern day if you if you want. I mean, it, it kind of fits what the the way the world is now, where everyone's got the causes and stuff. They're the different things that they back. So you can kind of see how it fits in. I don't know if I I see a big difference between what's going on in the blip, post blip world. 
that's much different than the pre-blip world. I mean, again, we, we haven't had a lot of um, regular, everyday things happening before the blip, other than what's related to our superheroes. Yeah, but Sam couldn't get a loan because he was gone for five years. Well, Sam couldn't get a loan because he was black. Let's well, put that was... out there. That's why Sam couldn't get a loan. Um, well, that's I, the par yeah. I, there's a lot of uh, stuff happening that you know speaks to what's going on today. You know, Sam is the one who got profiled by the police when he and yeah. Bucky were sort of arguing in the middle of the road. Um, Isaiah, Isaiah's storyline um, parallels the Tuskegee experiment mm -hmm. thing yep. that they did, and. You know, and Sam couldn't get a loan because he's black, and that's you know, basically they're not coming out and saying it in so many words, but they're 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 speaking to what's going on and what has been going on in this country, um, especially with when it comes to race, and I and I think that um, you know the the Robin Hood thing that the uh, flag smashers have going on. There's 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 a lot of people who feel that way who feel like uh, you know they've been out there like you could you could parallel it to what's been going on with the pandemic. Mm -hmm. There are people out there who have been working every day, whether they're healthcare workers or grocery store workers or cops or whatever, have been out there working every day while other people are. Uh, you know, got laid off and got were able to collect more in unemployment than they were making working, and 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 so I think that I mean that's bred a lot of resentment, <laughs> a lot mm -hmm. of resentment, and it's, and a lot of it is justified. Um, you know, especially when it comes to minimum wage or low wage jobs who are still still out there working, and you know why didn't they get the you know, lunch is brought to them, and, and how come they didn't get extra pay? Um, you know, why are all these people who were, who came back from the blip, why are they getting so much extra special treatment? I mean, now we don't know if they're getting extra money or anything, but they're definitely getting a lot more attention and being faded and, and celebrated. Yeah. Whereas all these other people were like, hey, you know, we've been out here busting our butts when half the world disappeared. What about us? Well, yeah. I, I think you're right. And I think there's an inconsistency, though, because you mentioned um, Sam doesn't get the wound because he's black. He also was blipped. And so if flips are getting special treatment, why isn't he getting the special treatment? And even after the bank person knows that he's the Falcon, it, it he, seems... Maybe had to do because his sister wasn't blip and they went to the bank together. Well, I mean, you think he went by himself, he would have gotten a loan? I mean, it just seems kind of mm -hmm. odd that... It does, um, yeah. Maybe. Well, there's always inconsistencies in the writing and stuff. No, I but. know, but it, it just seems like there's a, there's a discrepancy there because it's like... As soon as the police found out Sam was the Falcon, they were like, oh, my God, you know, can, can I have your autograph or whatever? And, and it's like, to a degree, that's absolutely correct. If, if, and we could go back to the whole, 
oh, wait a minute, you're a famous basketball player. Oh, forget it then. Never mind. You know, you're okay. <laughs> Celebrities yeah. get special treatment. And I don't know if they, they're trying to they play that card a little bit, but they're downplaying it because celebrities get away with a lot of stuff. I mean, they literally don't have to walk around with money because they can just do whatever they want. And as long as they're fairly famous, you know. So they've touched on that a little bit, I think. And it doesn't seem to be enough for Sam uh, or, or Bucky for that matter. But Bucky's not trying to. He's, no, he's not. He's living on on his own like that. But but anyways, yeah, I, I like this, uh, the whole political stuff. I don't necessarily like my shows and movies to have a lot of politics in it because it creates. Uh, but I mean, that's the whole point of a lot of these shows is you want to parallel what's going on in the real world or whatever. And as long as it's not too much, then it starts to drag me down a little bit. I think it's like, I don't want to have an episode where Sam's put in prison because he's black because that's happening. And I don't really, I'm trying it goes back to the whole, I'm trying to escape from that and I don't want to necessarily deal with that, but they're doing it in a, such a way that I think is, is fine. Um, yeah, I, it's it's um, it it speaks to what's going on, but it's not hitting you over the head with it. Yeah, they're not they're not force feeding it to us. They're not like, you know, in your face like, like right. like Supergirl or whatever how they do it. But. Yeah. Well, it, a lot of those other shows, they tell you it's bad, and then they they kind of. They say it's bad. Uh, by the way, it's bad, and then oh yeah, it's really bad, and it gets preachy. And so far, they haven't done that with this, and so so far, so good. You know, yes. Yeah. Good. So, um, anything else about this one? Nope. I'm just curious to find out what happens when they meet Zemo next week. Yeah, I don't know how he can help them um, unless they're trying to track down where the super serum is coming from. So they got it from somewhere. Someone's producing it. So, yeah, a lot yeah. of questions, which they'll probably answer in the last episode and then have a quick battle, and then that'll be it. But we'll see. Cool. <laughs> Okay, uh, thanks for listening.